Hey y'all, this is Teresa Alexis and this is Baddies with Bibles, an impromptu podcast that stems from my ministry, Baddies and Bibles. So, right? I'ma talk to y'all because I just got out the shower and I was thinking about just things, you know. I do have random thoughts a lot, a lot, a lot. So I was thinking how, you know. I came up here, and I was talking about um, girl dates and all that on one of these episodes up here, because I don't know how I'm going to put this in order yet, so however they come in here, just know I talked about it. Anyway, so I was thinking how sometimes we can be so, I guess, cutesy and shy. When it comes to the things of the Lord and all of that. And I was thinking how I'm very much not. Because there's a guy. uh, He's my friend. And uh, I consider him my friend. I don't know what he consider me. Y'all know how. That be sometimes people have an agenda. I don't know really what it is. But anyway. So sometimes we be out cutesy and shy when it comes to God and like um, people knowing I guess that we're believers you know if you use the term Christian great that's that's for you Um, but same deal so I'm like I'm not ashamed of God because he oh lord I I, I stuck myself in the aisle by trying to talk to y'all I swear well, I don't swear. Let me not. Let me stop saying that. Anyway, but I'm not ashamed of God because number one, and it's hot in here. Turn this heater off because why I get that hot? God did too much for me. The way I struggled without Him is like not even, not even cool. Like, mm-mm, nope. Just, just no. So, um. Yeah. So that's one. He's he's done a lot for me, not just in material things, but then gave me strength when I know I ain't have it. And I consider myself a pretty strong person, you know, mentally, even physically in some aspects. I consider myself, you know, strong in some of these areas emotionally, but ain't nothing like the strength that God gives you because it almost is like, you don't even feel it. You don't even feel it. Like, you know, you went through it. You, you know, you got the t-shirt and the scar to prove it. But it's like, dang, Lord, the only reason I remember this is because I have this, you know, battle scar to prove it. But it's almost like I didn't feel it. And if you haven't experienced that yet, I promise you, when you do, because you will. Ooh. Ooh. It's, it's just nothing like it. But anyway, so it's like in the same way, I'm thinking in the shower because, you know, this is random thoughts yet again. Um, I'm like, if I'm not ashamed of a man that's talking to me that, you know, or trying to court me or date me, you know, I'm not ashamed of a man I'm talking to. Ain't no way I'm going to be ashamed of the God I'm talking to because... The God I'm talking to then helped me overcome mountain. He didn't help me do so much stuff that a physical man would never be able to do. Just real talk. And so, I don't really know where that come from or why people are like that. I'm not judging, but maybe just because my personality anyway, I'm not really cute. Well, I'm not cutesy and shy. That's just not me anyway. Um... I have gotten, you know, (laughs) and I'm laughing because I'm thinking about a moment when I was bashful uh, and just blushing because I was like, I I didn't even have the words, you know, but, and I'm sure y'all probably thinking, well, what was the situation? I ain't telling you. That's my business. Anyway, but yeah, just, you know, just thinking like how. And I like that this is, you know, kind of improv because 
ain't no way I'd be able to sit down and do this for like 10 minutes, 20 or 30 minutes or however long these things be ending up being. Because, you know, life. Like right now, like I said, I'm just stepping out the shower. I'm getting dressed because I forgot that a friend is coming over to get some of these clothes out of these bags for her daughter. Completely forgot. She's supposed to be here at 10. It is 9.45 at the time that I'm uh, posting, I'm posting, recording this. So, that tell you that I did have a good night and I had fun with my friends. And uh, I didn't go to sleep till like, what time was it? Like 2.30 this morning? Lord, but I could do that. I do that with my kids sometimes. We just be up, living our best life, having fun, playing games, doing that kind of thing. So, they ain't here right now. So, I went out with friends instead. And um, speaking of going out, because, so, I just always been like this. I really... Really, 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 really love my alone time. I really do. It's really a blessing to have it. Um, oh, it smells good in here. I don't know what I did, but it smells great in here. Anyway, but I like my alone time, and I know for some people they really struggle with that. It ain't a struggle for your girl because you know, life be life, like we say. But, um, what was I going to say? Um, life be life. And so I was active duty. I was a Marine. So that was like a high intensity, sometimes hostile situation. And no, I wasn't jumping on grenades and all that stuff. Y'all probably read about. Um, but it felt like it. It felt like it. So, and probably anybody in the military can attest to that. How sometimes it felt like you was just putting out fires all the time, regardless of what your rank was, and how you was just running around like a chicken with your head cut off, cause ugh, a lot. But um, but yeah. So I would always take time to myself when I was single, cause you know I ain't pop out the womb being married or in a relationship. When I was single, I did that. And it helped me when I got married because there's a lot of togetherness. Now, I'm not going to lie. That's that's probably the part I struggled with, which is crazy because <laughs> my love language is like, you know, my love language is all of them, really. But quality time is at the forefront. So having all this togetherness, I'm not going to say it would make me nauseous, but almost close. And it's not that I didn't love my family and stuff like that, but I'm like, y'all smothering me. Like, for real. So, and when you are having little kids and you're constantly moving every two, three, four years, sometimes every year, <sighs> that in itself is very stressful. So, yeah, I would say, if, even if I couldn't get but five minutes, Sometimes it would just be a minute. I swear that would irritate me. But as long as I got my time away, I think that's what kept me grounded. Um, so I like I like doing things by myself. I do. I don't mind doing things for, by myself. And I, I don't know what's wrong with people. Like, people don't like to do things by themselves. What? Like, um, I remember, so when I first got separated, somebody, I forgot who it was. And I wouldn't tell y'all anyway, because y'all knows it. Um, love y'all, though. But uh, somebody said to me, they was like, oh, you know, are you going to be okay? You know, now you got to do things by yourself. I've been doing things by myself. And not to, not to talk bad about my ex-husband, but he was never there. He was never there. He was always somewhere. The way I modeled my life in act when I was on active duty is very hard to do. It's almost impossible. But I prayed and I believe what I pray about and I believe that God would grant it. So the type of things I would pray for while on active duty and how my life would line up so I can be there for my kids. 
uh, it, God did it. He did because that's, that's not what happens. Really. You miss a lot. And at the end of my career, I missed a lot. I miss my kids going to sleep. I miss them waking up because my job was slow. I don't care what they're saying. Y'all, they can listen to this podcast. They know I, I did not like the schedule they had us on because it's like, why we got to be here? Why we got to, number one, why we got to be here so early and so late? It seemed like we ain't getting nothing else done. We ain't getting no farther ahead than had we just worked a regular day. So we might as well just work a regular day. And I'm not coming here on the weekend. Mm-mm. You know, I say I'm not, but guess where I would be at work because, you know, you don't want to get kicked out and all that. So but that's how it feel like real talk. So, you know, he went there. He was always deployed TAD somewhere. I went TAD a few times, but it was never long enough to miss anything. And my T see and, and that's like this. This ain't the podcast for that. But I just want to say. When you have two working parents, sometimes that get hard. When you got dual military couples, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And that's one of the reasons why I do the job I do now. And we ain't going to talk about that on that episode. Um, y'all going to have to go to my other podcast for that information if you so choose to. But anyway, so he would never be there. He would always be TAD. So the kids know me. They like remember me because they were too small to remember the time where I wasn't there and he was there. Um, cause he, I mean, I will say <laughs> he got mad at my job, which for good reason. Cause it was like, he was a single parent for like maybe a couple months. It was only a couple months because I had already decided I'm out of here. I'm out of here. So we had already started working on that. And, uh, I'm so glad that God is God and he loves me. And I recognize his love for me and like whole thing. Anyway, but yeah, so I'm like, I've been doing things by myself. Like I will pack my kids up and go on a whole road trip, just me and them. I've done that several times. And he be somewhere when he was deployed to Afghanistan. Um, me and my kid, me and Trey, we he was, you know, I said my kid real name, but whatever. Me and my kid went to mainland Japan because we were stationed in Japan and we went and visited my friends that were stationed over there. We had us a good time. Then we went back home. So we tried to go to Guam. I, look, I'm all for traveling and taking advantage of where I am in the moment. So if I can hop on a flight and get to somewhere else, oh, I'm going to do it. And ain't no way, like what I'm working on in my life right now, y'all ain't going to know where I'm going to pop up at. And I'm hoping and praying, really. God going to do some of those things in my friend's life, too, so they can come with me. Because a lot of things I want to experience with my kids and my friends. So, but anyway, to my point, I have been doing things by myself. I go on trips by myself. Now, I haven't really done any trips by myself um, for real as of late. Because I got my kids and they're with me like still all the time. So I don't regret that. I don't resent that. I like going on trips with them because they get to experience certain things that I didn't. And I like to see the joy on their faces, you know, and and this ain't the parenting episode. But let me just say in here, your kids don't really care about if you got a lot of money or not, what they remember is time. They remember time. Now, my 13-year-old be trying to haggle me for my coins all the time because he's a teenager. That's what teenagers do. I've been a teenager before, but I knew who to go to because my parents weren't it. But anyway, so, you know, I like to do things with them, but like, you know, even now, like last night at the time of this recording, had all my friends canceled or had my friend canceled and said she wanted to stay home, I still was going out because I had already put in my mind that I wanted to be out. I wanted to do something and I just wanted to have fun. So I can go to a steakhouse, a restaurant or anything by myself and be okay. I ain't got to be on my phone. Sometimes I'm sitting there. I'm thinking I'm journaling. If I got a notebook, I could be studying. Look, if you are like a single woman or if you're a single guy, because, you know, I know. You may love me so much that you're listening to this podcast and you're a dude. 
But you can have your little dates by yourself. Um, your dates with Jesus. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Going out to dinner, taking my Bible, reading, having studied. Girl, girl. Look, and maybe you don't think like this. Maybe it's just me. But that is so sexy to me. It is. Just just on my level, for me. Like, I ain't thinking about nobody else in that moment. Like, it's just me and you guys. We having us a moment together. And uh, that's what's up. That is what's up. Like, don't come for me and my Jesus. Like, we can go on a date. We can have us a time. And it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, but um, this year looked a little different for me. But it's it's okay. Because the year before, the year and a half before, I will say, me and the kids went and um, we went to a couple things together. But I went to a lot of galas and different activities and stuff by myself, by myself. No, you know, and um, I'm looking for something right now. I'm just how come I'm walking like this all slow? Uh, But uh, I will say, going off doing things by yourself is the business, okay? You get to reflect on and think about what it is you want. Oh, Lord. And not not just what you wanted to make. Because let me just say this. It's, it's like when you single, people think your only goal in life is to be a, in a relationship. The way I be looking at folks sideways, I know, I know they probably be like, <laughs> they probably be like, something is wrong with Teresa. Because the way I respond to that is like, are y'all serious? I don't want to be in nobody's relationship. Okay, maybe G- the the relationship with Jesus, but that's that's it. Don't do me. Okay, this lotion. One thing I don't like about. Palmer's little lotion bottles is once it get to the end, it just start tripping. Like, it don't want to come out the bottle and stuff. Baby, you don't know me. I'll take this whole thing apart and get what I, got, I need to get. But anyway, um, so, but no, some single people want to be single, want to enjoy their time by themselves, i.e. me, and get closer to God. That's what I'm on. I ain't looking for no boyfriend. You know how long it's been since I had a boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> Please stop. You know, and I know my friends that love me are just playing. Maybe y'all not. Maybe y'all are, you know, being dead serious. But I take it as, you know, playful banter. I'm not offended or anything like that. But some of y'all married people be living vicariously through the single ones. Now, which is so funny to me. Because... I've never even thought to do that. <laughs> I just never thought to do that. Um, because my mindset is so different and I be so busy doing other things that I never even think of that. But now that I'm in a single space, I see it a lot. I see it a lot. It's like you long to be there again. And it's not every married couple because, you know, it's just not. But... I see it in a lot in strangers. <laughs> strangers is the high percentage. Because I'd be like, how, how is it that you are living, trying to live your life through me? I don't know you. You ain't about to have access to this show. Because let me tell you what's not about to happen. You're not about to set me on a date up on a date with nothing. I can set myself up on a date. I will say, shout out to my friend who introduced me to my new friend. He is a guy, obviously. Um, first of all, he I'm trying to see how to say this. So, he's a really, really good friend to me. He is a really good friend to me, for real. Like, um, very respectful, very loving, and um, that's really great. Did stop talking to him for a little while because I was just going through some stuff in my own self. And I was like, I'm about to cut everybody's head off. So I, I suggest you just get out of Dodge. Real talk. That's that's how that was. 
Um, but I was open and I was honest about it. And I said that I needed space. And I'm sure that was hard for him, but he respected it, which cannot be said about everybody when you tell them something male and female alike. But, um, you know, uh, I don't know why I brought that up and shared that story, but this is random shower thoughts or something. So there's that. But, but yeah, I, um, Okay, now I'm trying to decide. If, where my glasses at? They ain't on my face, yeah. So, because, you know, I know I ain't got them on because I can't see. <laughs> but I'm like, where I put them? That's the bad thing about when you wear corrective lenses and you're trying to find stuff. You can't see, so you can't even really tell if you're missing it. You got to get up close and personal to see where you're... Oh, Lord, they ain't in the bathroom. I thought they were. Where I put my glasses for real? Yeah, I don't know what's worse. Going to sleep while I'm recording a podcast episode and y'all laughing about that? Or me not being able, oh Lord, found them. <laughs> to find my glasses right now. But, uh, got them. Okay, now where is the, uh, where's my little cloth for cleaning my glasses? Because as great as I want to be, I can never keep up with that. Like ever. It's it's bad. And it's not that I only have one cloth. Because every time I buy some glasses, I get one. But ask me where those cloths at. I have no idea. Anyway, story of my life. But uh, I guess what I was trying to say when I brought up my friends and stuff is uh, it's great to have friends. But it's great to know your boundaries, and know what it is you want out of life. I know exactly what I want right now. As far as in a mate, I don't know that. I don't really, I know what I don't want. And I mean, I got a list of things I do want, but like, I ain't focused on that right now. You know what I'm focused on? I'm focused on really allowing the Lord to wash me over in his word Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And I know this probably sounds super holy. I don't care because this that's what my goal is. That's like my focus for real. And it don't mean that I'm perfect on this journey because Lord knows I'm not. But I do. I did what I did when I came into this new season because my, my pastor talked about accountability. Um, is I put some things in place to keep me accountable and I communicate with my pastor because both my pastors, because they know some of my struggles and I'll be like, hey, I am like uh however many years uh celibate or you know I didn't cuss this week. I'm seven days clean, yes. You know what whatever the struggle is. So and I love that I can be that transparent with them because you can't be that transparent with everybody. <coughs> They're going to try to manipulate, control, and get you to do all kind of stuff. But And let me just say, because I, I, I mentioned that briefly in a, another episode, but what I didn't say is that's like that witchcraft and sorcery type stuff. So ain't nobody got time for that. And I'm not the one for that. I'm so not. People think, sometimes people think I'm younger than what I am. Big mistake. Um, because of how I look. I'm like, you look like you're still in your 20s. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm very much in my 30s and I'm not ashamed of that. Then, you know, people think, people who pay attention think I'm older than what I am because of how I carry myself. Why am I lost as to where my clothes at right now? I guess I folded them and don't remember. Lord, because, you know, why y'all talking about in 2024, we folding clothes when they come out the basket? I ain't even about to tell that lie because this, this is a lie. Because I'm still going to do the same thing I did in 2022 and every year before. I'm going to fold them when I get to them. Maybe one day I'll be that. And I've done that before where I fold clothes as soon as they come out. But that is not like an everyday thing. So... Big lie. I ain't about to do that. 
because I'm, I'm just not. <laughs> because my life is going now. If I hire somebody to fold my clothes, that's another thing. Highly doubt I'd ever do that because I'm just too type A for that. I like my stuff a certain way, done looking a certain way. And my side note, my sister gonna tell me she was like, "Girl, you can't tell the folks how to do it." Who? Yes, I can. I'm paying my money to these people. What you mean? If I'm paying my money to these people, I'm going to tell them exactly how I want it and I expect them to do it. You mean I can't tell them how to do it? That That is the craziest thing to me. No, this ain't a marriage where my spouse is doing stuff around the house, you know, helping me out. Or like my boyfriend comes over and help me out and I can't tell him how to do it. Uh, in, in Anyway, side note, I can... Most definitely tell them how I would like a thing. Yes, I can. There's no rule to say you can't. Just know. I can tell them how I would like something. And I'm pretty sure because they're not me, they can't do it like I can. But I can definitely voice that. So that's a whole lot. Then, you know, if I'm paying these people, definitely if I'm paying you and I tell you how I no. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it. And if you don't do it that way, we got a problem because I'm paying my real hard-earned money for it. The money I get because I put myself in harm's way for this country. Uh, Yes, I'm going to tell you how I want it. And you're going to do it that way or you fired. Like, that's how it is. I would probably be the worst person or the best person, depending on how you look at it, for HR because... I don't have a problem letting people get out. I really don't. And um, I'm not one of those people just put people on blast when I'm mad. You got to have really terrible work ethics for me to do that. Which, side note, this guy by my fence. I'm telling y'all right now. Let's be praying for him that I don't have to post his terrible work ethics on social media. And let's pray that he do what it is he's supposed to do. Where this girl at? She didn't even call me. You know what? I'm about to go to the post office because I got some stuff to mail off. But, um, yeah, let's pray that he do what he's supposed to do so I don't have to post on social media about his terrible work ethics. Because I don't usually do that. I don't want to have to do that. But when you have things... And people that are like that, I don't want nobody else to get scammed, nobody else to get, you know, messed over or anything. So, yeah, let's pray that he do what he's supposed to do. I would say honor God, but I don't think he know who God is by how he act and thinks he do. So, you know, let's just pray that the Lord moves on his heart, though, because you ain't got to know God for him to do something. And that's on everything. But anyway. Um, also, too, if my morning would have went very different, I probably wouldn't be recording this. <laughs> I really wouldn't because I would be so asleep right now. And the thing about being asleep is if somebody was to come to my house like this girl was supposed to be here at 10. Man. She'd have just been outside because I don't know that I would have heard her. At the door. And you know, some people knock and ring the doorbell till you come to the door. That's that's motivation and dedication right there. Cause you only got like two seconds. I'm <laughs> just playing. But um but yeah. To my point, which is why I started this recording anyway. Um, yeah, I'm not ashamed of God. I'm not ashamed of my views of God, my belief in God, my nothing. I'm really not. And I know a lot of people really kind of struggle with that. But, you know, it's it's something. That's what I can say. It is something. (sighs) It is something. So, I will say that when you are getting closer to God, when you have a relationship with him, it should reflect, and some people feel like I shouldn't have to say nothing. There are times when you don't have to say nothing. It just shows. 
It just shows. Um, and some people be funny to me. Like, they'll think just good people don't exist outside of those who believe in God. Um, but they do. And I think they're more pliable and open sometimes <coughs> to receiving the things of God. But good people do exist. I mean, because God made them. Like, come on. Come on. And yes, I know about the evil heart and all that being born apart from God and born into sin and all that. I get it. Yes. But good meaning of good character because the way we see people is not how God see people, okay? That is evident just in the Bible. Because I'm like, God, you wildin' out here. You picked who for what? And people be feeling like that sometimes, too. And my my um my you picked who for what ain't like a uh type thing. It's like, God, you did that. You picked this person for such a big thing that only you can do. Cause, and it's, it's astounding. My, like, you picked two for what is, like, more of an astounding uh, type feeling. Because I'm just like, God, I know they wouldn't have been able to do that without you. God, that's, whoo, that's something, okay? That is something. Um this random, this random little uh, recording getting a little long. Number one, I'm about to uh, that's if y'all could hear those little tappy sounds. That was me unlocking my phone because it just shut off on me. How rude! But um, I'm about to go to the post office. I'm gonna call her because what happens is you need to tell me you on your way. You need to tell me you on your way. I'm going to be asleep or gone. Any of my friends can attest to that. Now, when I was down and I couldn't go nowhere, like, I would be asleep, though. I'd be so asleep. <coughs> and the thing is, the problem I think people have, too, is they don't like to voice what they want. I don't know what that's about. Let me get this water because all of a sudden I'm coughing and I don't, I don't like that. But, um, mm. uh, people don't like to voice what they want. And I think that's because they're afraid of rejection. So I'm not afraid of rejection. I've been hurt by rejection, abandonment and different stuff like that. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not afraid to take a risk. And I'm not afraid to fail. I can't believe myself, though. I'd be afraid to succeed. That'd be like, I'd be like, God, this is such new territory that I, I, I wasn't always like that. I would go out and do so many things. I guess because I felt <clears throat> secure, you know, like safe. Because when you're in the military, it's like. It ain't like you're going to get fired, fired. You know what I'm saying? Not like the regular people out in the world. So it's like, I can basically, I felt, I'm trying to explain. I felt like I can pretty much do anything. You know, if I go out for this uh, martial arts belt, I'm going to get it. You know, kind of thing. If I go out for the instructor course, I'm going to pass. And I don't know how that went away. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and it, it ain't completely gone. But like. Well, now it's not gone at all. It's very much there. But like when I was early in my transition, it, it was one of those things that I was unsure and I was like very doubtful. I won't say I was afraid, but I just didn't feel as secure because the safety net, I guess, wasn't there like it is when you're in the military. <clears throat> but uh, and y'all, excuse me for that. I told you improv. But anyway. So, yeah, people be afraid to say what they want because they're scared that the person on the other end won't feel the same way. And, like, I, I, I get it. Like, I get it. I, I totally get it and understand it. So it's not that I don't get it and understand it. But it'd be like, so you trying to do what now? I guess is where I'm confused. So you're not going to be open and honest with me about what you want. This is friendships also. Or what you need. Because 
because of what? So, and sometimes it can come off as manipulative. I stopped talking to a person because I felt like they were trying to manipulate me. Um, this was a friend. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Just tell me what you want, what you need from me as a friend. And if I'm able to do it, obviously I'll do it. But if not, baby, get your life together. <clears throat> so, so yeah. Oh, I need to call and fix this reservation too. I'm so glad that I thought about that. But anyway, girl, you got 15 minutes to get to my house. So it takes me some kind of way because you live further than 15 minutes. Um, and let me tell you, too. I hate being on. I, no, I'm about to say I hate being on time. Lie. I don't like being late for nothing. I really don't. I like to be early so that I can see if anybody needs help or I can have a seat close to where I want to sit. You know, I feel like you're more in control. Why I'm yawning at this time of day? Like, come on. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like you can be more in control. You can see where you want to sit. See if anybody need help. You're more flexible when you're on time early. So, and at my church, you cannot even be on time. Because you know what? That parking lot going to be so full, like you late. So you need to be there. If church church starts at 1030, so you need to be there at 10, maybe before, so that you can get a parking spot and you can have somewhere to sit. Because we... We about to bust at the seams, which is, thank you, God. And it's a good thing. <clears throat> but I want a parking spot, kind of in the front, so my daughter don't have to walk far. I remember they told me to go to the other side one time. I was like, yeah, I'm going to drive around because I'm going to drop my kids off at the door, and then I'm going to go park over here. And so I know one time my daughter left her shoes at home. Like, how you get in the car and leave your shoes? Your shoes? Good. So I had to go back home. And, you know, some parents wouldn't do that. I am that parent that didn't want to, but I didn't want my baby to be walking around barefoot. It wasn't cold at this time, but I, that's just not what I wanted for her. So I took her back home, get her shoes, and I was like, ma'am, next time, make sure you at least got them in your hand. But when we got back to church, guess what I didn't have? <laughs> A parking spot and... And we couldn't get in children's church because it was locked. So she had to sit in the sanctuary with me. Which don't sound bad when you say it, but this this the um this the baby of the bunch. So obviously she all up on me, she tapping me, trying to talk to me. I really don't. I mean, I love my kids, but if they could sit somewhere else <laughs> in service. Please, because I be trying to listen and take notes. I be trying to listen and take notes. And uh, but my teenager, I'm, a, I'm, mm, we gonna have to implement something different for him because he can't ever tell me nothing he learned about what Pastor said. So you can't sit by your friends no more. <clears throat> Side note, but anyway, so. But yeah, people be afraid to like voice what it is they want and. I don't. I'm I'm not like that because I feel like how the person gonna know? Like for my friends, because you know, I don't have a boyfriend or anything like that, and I'm not uh, I'm not dating probably at all right now. So yeah. That's not something that I have that I can tell you about. But um my friends, I tell them what it is I need from them. If anything, some people are just good at paying attention. So I never have to say anything. Um, and that's a good majority of my friends. And, you know, it, I'm going to do a whole nother episode on friends. Probably after I end this one. But, <clears throat> but yeah. Some people are really good at paying attention and picking up on cues. I love those people. Not that I love the people who can't do that any less, but I love those people that can, like, recognize, like, what is happening. Like, they got good attention to detail. Like, that. that is so 
empowering to me. But anyway, um, if it's something I want or need from a friend, and even when I was married, I would voice it. I can't imagine not voicing what it is I want, what it is I desire, and like what it is I need. I can't imagine just being silent on that. And I understand that everybody's life is different. Their situation is different. I understand that. But I think it's healthy to voice what it is you want instead of accepting whatever it it is you get. So quick story. And I don't care if my ex-husband or any of his family ever listened to this because this part is true. And he, I don't know if he'll ever tell the truth about it. But so there was a vast majority of our marriage where I was really frustrated. And let me preface this to say, um, I probably didn't handle this the best way because sometimes I just get real upset and all of the emotional intelligence I have is gone. I don't know if you ever been that upset. If you are uh, an emotionally regulated person, like, and you're good at that. And it feel like all that just go away. When you get real upset, you get ignorant and us people who are cultured know that that's very different <laughs> than ignorant. So but I have to tell y'all why I am, because, you know, honest and truthful. And I'm I'm just really open and transparent about, you know, my life and my struggles and, you know, up until now, because I feel like that's real. And, you know, even when I wrote Batty Prayers, very, very real book. Um, but what, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was really frustrated in my marriage. And I was like, you get on my nerves. And I I believe I said this in previous episodes that I'm working on not saying you get on my nerves and I can't stand you. And I hate it here. I'm those are three phrases that I'm going to be delivered from because I need to not say that stuff. I'm going to find a phrase. And I don't know if this platform have where you can leave comments, but if it do, please leave one and give me some advice and phrases on what to say because I t- I know I told y'all in previous episodes I I'm a person who loves to learn and who um prides herself on learning new things and trying new things and stuff like that so but I, I basically told him he get on my nerves I can't stand you because every time I voice to you what it is I want you give me what you want me to have oh my god oh my god That is like the most irritating thing to me. If anybody ever does that to me again, if you don't know, I'll give you the first time and I'll tell you, hey, mm -mm. no, I, I asked you for a particular thing. And I feel like if you couldn't give that to me, you should have communicated that because I'm communicating with you, telling you what it is I want or need. So then you need to communicate to me if you can't fulfill that. I feel like that's fair. If you give me what it is you want me to have or you think I should be accepting of and it don't go the way you think it should, you can't be mad at me because I already voiced to you what it is that I wanted, what it is that I needed. Don't ever get that twisted. So it, it was just bad. I was like, I'm, I'm tired of you. I'm so tired of telling you what I want and you giving me what you want me to have in every area. I don't do that to you. What it is you say you want, I give to you unless it is in direct conflict with what it is God told me to do. And you're going to always have to be mad at me for that because I'm never going to dishonor and disobey God for you. Never. <clears throat> never. And he can, he will never see it that way probably because he think it's something else. And I'm just belligerent and defiant out here. But you can think what you want. I am a person of loyalty and integrity and I know that about myself. 
And even, and I know this about myself because that's a gift that only God can give to me. Maybe you were born like that, but not me. So I know for a fact God gave those things to me. I learned those things um, in the military and God gave it to me as a gift that I took on as something that I have. It's, It's a badge of honor for me and I'm thankful for it. Because when people try to exploit me, it, first of all, when people try to exploit me about something that I struggle with or I have struggled with, I'm never offended. You know why I'm not offended? Because I'm open about my struggles with the people that I know are going to cover me. I ain't just out here telling random folks. It ain't their business. So them finding out, I don't care. I really don't care. God, no. God, no. <laughs> God, no. So I never feel ashamed about it or feel some kind of way. And I'm never offended because I'm like, okay, all you did, all you said was what I already said. So I'm not offended by that. Sometimes it'd be funny because it's like you really, (laughs) you really didn't have nothing else to do. And you're trying to put me on front street with people that know anyway. So, you know, that's funny. But, you know, I'm very open, I'm transparent, I'm vulnerable, and I don't care if people like it now. Granted, I have wisdom and discernment, so I'm not that with everybody, Um, because there's a great deal of people that don't know nothing about me. Um, One, because the thing about discernment, this is like the longest, look, I'm looking at this recording, this is probably one of the longer ones. But dang, the shower thoughts went long. But anyway, God gives you those things. And some people will probably feel like you don't like them. I remember a friend telling me, um, I guess I can call her a friend, whatever she is. But um, telling me that a certain person don't like her. And I'm like, I'm confused because I'm like, how would they not like you? They ain't never talked to you. They ain't never been with you. Or nothing like that. And so what I said to her is, um, and she said, cause she was saying it was something about this girl. First of all, I ain't never had a, I've never personally had a problem with this girl, but my spirit, I feel like is genuine. People still get intimidated by that though and have their own opinions. So that's them, not me. But I'm just like, ain't no way this lady don't like you because I'm pretty sure she don't think about you. Like I'm pretty sure. Because I know the lady, but you don't. Like, because I've been here. I'm a member. And, like, you know. And then I saw something. And, well, no, what I said to her. And I was like, I was like, maybe it's just, like, a familiar spirit. Because that happens sometimes. It's a familiar spirit. And so a, a familiar spirit. I'm trying to see how to say this. A familiar spirit of somebody you... Look, me looking at the clock to see if this girl here, a familiar spirit of somebody or something you've dealt with before. And it just makes you uncomfortable or make you feel some kind of way, you know, or put you in that familiar space. It could be that because it could be it could be. But it also can be. And I saw this online. I hadn't thought about this. And that's why I like to learn, because. Yeah, it opens you up to, to knowing different stuff like you know, you'd be like, wow, that's a great um, analogy. It could be that she discerned something about you. And I don't even know if we ever had this conversation. Sometimes I have conversations in my mind and I think I've been told the whole person and I don't. And hopefully she's not offended by this because this is not meant to be offensive. But because this can go either way. Maybe she discerned something in you that she that that don't align for her or that is familiar for her. So she kind of just, you know, back off because just like I said, it can be a familiar, you, she can have a familiar spirit, um, that you've dealt with before. She may feel like you have a familiar spirit that she's dealt with before. I don't know because I ain't having that issue either way. But I know what it looked like. I'm just not currently having that issue, you know, or whatever. So people have discernment and God can tell people, hey, you need to protect yourself or, you know, be watchful in this area. I don't know why people think God can't tell us that about folks. 
So, but he very much can. It's not meant to be nasty. It's not meant to be mean, but it's meant to protect us in a way to where we don't fall back into some old habits and end up self-destructing. Y'all be seeing everything so negative, you know, and I say y'all, not like y'all, y'all that's listening to this episode, but like y'all as in them people out there, whoever they may be, take everything negative when... There is a whole different perspective to look at this from. I like to look at things from the lens of optimism and hope because that's just who I am. I'm not thinking the worst. You know, I'm not hoping for the best and thinking the worst. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that because that sounds miserable to me. That sounds very, uh, like, just no, that ain't for me. That ain't the area of my life I want to be in. And so I'm going to end these shower thoughts because this is up to like 50 minutes. I cannot believe it is this long. So, and maybe I'll come with like a part two because like I said, this is like an impromptu podcast. And my thoughts be out there, y'all. Clearly, clearly. So I'm going to end this episode and say that all of that to say. (laughs) All of that, like at the end, all of that to say, I think people need to be more unashamed. People is all of us of God in our life, what he's doing, who he has called us to be, because we're all searching and looking for ourselves and trying to find ourselves and figure out different things about ourselves. And ain't nothing wrong with that. I never think anything is wrong with that, but we shouldn't be ashamed of God. And also we, we shouldn't be scared to voice what it is we need or want also too i'm about to get up and go to the post office because this girl sleep while i'm talking about i'm sleep i'm sure she sleep because she ain't text me oh actually i wouldn't know if she texts <laughs> look i wouldn't know if she texts me or not y'all because my phone on do not disturb while i do this i'm so weak uh anyway let me get off here i will talk to y'all on the next episode